Good evening, Resale Revolution. I am so excited to be back from my trip to Las Vegas and talking to you guys again. I am super exhausted. Oh my gosh, I had to get up, I stayed up to like 12.30 and then I got up at 6 for an early flight and then I had to run the store and go get my dog for my mom and just, I'm exhausted. It's like 9.30 and I'm done for, but I really wanted to tell you guys a story about another company that I will never again support. And so let's cue the intro and I'll get right into this uh, crazy story I have for you guys. What does it take to start a revolution? A revolution. It takes guts, guts. Determination. determination, and most importantly, know-how know-how this is the resale revolution podcast you want all the secrets to making money on the side women all over the globe are building their own resale businesses with their own money and pursuing the lives they want to live and doing it on their terms you want freedom you want success this is where to get the tips to make that a reality this is the resale revolution podcast all right so i know we all have them We've all had bad experiences with companies and we will forever and ever never do business with them again and we will never recommend them to people. And I have a few. I have a few that are already on my list. Um, one of them is Coca-Cola. Not because I have a bad experience, um, because I consider myself a very healthy person and I feel like Coca-Cola and their marketing um, had you know those kind of products have led to a lot of health issues but that's more of a personal vendetta um, otherwise another company that I don't support that is uh, resale related is Goodwill and I'll have to do a whole nother podcast on why I don't support Goodwill um, especially for sourcing I don't utilize it there's a few times where I will um, but I never donate products to them and I never uh, I rarely shop there, just rarely. I will try to support any other thrift store before I go to Goodwill. But we are not talking about Coca-Cola or Goodwill today. We are talking about Spirit Airlines. And so, um, before I get started, you, I want you guys thinking about what companies you're disgruntled with and why, if it's just an experience you really didn't like, and you know, does it carry into your resale business or any other uh, daily dealings of your life um so like i just said i just came back from a trip to las vegas and uh, my boyfriend booked the flights it was kind of like a trade-off like uh, i'll pay for these things and you pay for these things so he was in charge of flights and he really hasn't flown that much um and so i think he just went and looked for the absolute cheapest fare absolute cheapest and didn't really read any of the fine print and so he booked tickets with Spirit Airlines because I think they were like $100 one way, you know, so it was $200 per person cheaper. So that's $400. Granted, that, that does add up. 
Um, but as we booked him a month in advance and as we got closer, he read the fine print and he was like, oh, well, they charge for carry-on bags. I was like, well, how much is it? I was thinking it couldn't be more than $20, $30 and that was worth it for me because as a woman, I want to bring all of my nice products and I don't want to be putting them all in TSA approved bottles. Um, come on ladies, you have to be with me on this one. Like, you know, I have really nice, uh, products that I don't want to have to you know, take a tiny bit of them. I just want to throw them on a bag and like be good. Um, and I had a, you know, I have my swimwear and my outfits for four days, which I'm going to change quite a few times because I'm going to Las Vegas and I have a ton of cute things to wear. And then you have your evening gowns. I mean, I have four nights of evening gowns that I wanted to wear and shoes and, you know, things that I would buy there. I wanted to be able to bring back and spirit normally I've flown a lot. Like I've traveled a lot. I went to college in Missouri, so I flew back there a lot. And most of the time, 50 pounds is anything over 50 pounds is overweight and they charge you an extra fee for. But with Spirit Airlines, it's 40 pounds. And so I had, I was really stressed about staying under 40 pounds because if you went over 40 pounds, it was a hundred dollars. And so for a checked bag, it was a $50 fee. So I'm like, well, we're only saving a hundred dollars now on this airfare for at least me because I am having to pay $100 extra for my bag going, you know, $50 there and $50 back. So it's like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Um, and then uh, when we got to the air, oh, it, so I decided I was going to do a, a, um, a check bag because their carry-on size was smaller than any bag that I had. Like I had a regulation carry-on bag that I'd used before for carry-on and their size was four inches like shorter or skinnier or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, and we went horseback riding. So I had to bring, I wanted to bring my cowboy boots because I, I, as a equestrian, I'm not riding in sandals or heels or something stupid. Like I wanted to wear my boots and my jeans. So I wasn't riding in like shorts or a dress. And so, yeah, I definitely was doing a checked bag. And when we got there, we found out that they charged $55 for a, a carry-on bag and $50 for a check bag. We already knew $50, but the $55 just blew my mind. And so at PDX, the the lady helping us check in, we were like, oh, shoot, well, we have to pay for the check bags. We might as well just, uh, or for the carry-ons, we might as well just, you know, check it. And we were about to do that. And she's like, no, 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 that bag, that bag would be fine as a personal item. So they have three different things. They have a personal item, which you can only have one of, and you have the carry-on bag, which is $55, and your check bag is 50 She's like, oh, we can count that as a as a uh, personal item and we we're like okay and she's like oh well if if they give you any grief at the gate tell them that I said it was fine so we didn't on our way to Las Vegas we didn't have to pay for that carry-on personal bag even though it was technically a little too big well when we got back when we were leaving Las Vegas we just checked in like we normally did I paid for my bag and he didn't pay for his and when we got to the gate they started announcing, oh, well, you have to check those bags in this little form thing. Well, of course it didn't fit. We already knew it was oversized. And they were like, no, you have to pay $65, not $15 or $10 more at the gate. Now you have to pay 
$65. And we were the only person they'd done this with. Um, there was another gal that was like, I flew here on Spirit Airlines with my bag like this. And she's like, well, no, it's too big. And she's like, I'm not paying an extra $65 when I got here this way. You can't just be willy-nilly about your policies. And then they were harassing other people about having two personal items. So this lady had a backpack that clearly fit into the personal size, but she also had a purse. Or, you know, if someone's carrying a purse and a shopping bag, like they seriously wanted you to pay extra for that personal belonging, even though you can consolidate them into one slightly larger bag, but that's not what they'd done. Like, it, nor on any other flight, it wasn't a big deal. And it was just, it was just ridiculous. Like, we paid the $65 for that bag, and it was just like it was a scheme. It was a scheme of theirs, because, you know, now we're traveling home. We don't have a way to plan. We're, like, at the gate. They're already boarded everybody else. And this airline, like, is the smallest seat of any. I was felt so claustrophobic. Like, your knees, I'm a small person. Like, my knees almost touched the seat in front of me. Like, there was no room. The seats were hard. Luckily, it's only a two-hour flight. And they they don't even give you water. Like, you can't even get water. You pay $3 for water. They nickel and dime you for everything. And the service is horrible. And it's just a really, really bad policy. It's just really bad. And I, the, to top it all off, when we got to baggage claim, the first bag that came out, it wasn't mine, luckily, but it was somebody else's, like, nicer, hard shell, you know, bigger luggage bag. It had, like, exploded all over the uh, conveyor belt. Like, it was just everything had fallen out of it. Like, they just bust that bag open or they checked it in security and didn't, like, zip it back up. But it was all over. So I took a video of it going around and I was like, this is how Spirit Airlines treats their customers. Like they don't give a F. Like they just don't care at all. Like it was just to top it all off my whole experience. And this is an airline, you know, granted people are getting the lowest first, but with the money you pay for all the nickel and dime, you might as well have gotten better service and more comfortable, more comfortable setting with any other airline. And, you know, these are people that are traveling, you know, that might not have a lot of money. They're just like nickel diming it. And then to get to the gate and have them be like, oh no, you like owe us $65, which is $10 more. Like I get it. Maybe they're doing it as like a slap on the wrist, but there is no signage anywhere that says, oh, well, if you, you know, try to scam us into not paying for that carry-on bag, then, you know, we're going to charge you an extra $10. There wasn't, there was no signs like that. Like there was no warnings, you know, no one told us anything at check-in because they have you do a self-check-in too. So you have no, you just like are winging it. And there was no like form thing there at the self-check-in and we had already gone there. That was, we had no idea. We had no way to know that they we're going to do that on the way back. We just thought they had like this semi-strict policy because, you know, it was kind of ridiculous, the sizing. But yeah, I will never fly them again because it was just like one thing after another with that experience. And it was just so uncomfortable and so difficult to deal with. And it's just bad customer service. And so to tie this into your resale business, because we should do that, right? You know, service is really everything. Um, one of the things I started doing, and reviews are everything too. Like I posted that video with my my grievances all over Instagram and my Facebook. You guys probably saw them if you like the page. But it's 
it's everywhere and if you know if they don't start doing something about that like i don't know i think that's just you know reviews are everything yes people are going to still use them because it's the most affordable airline but you just can't get away with that for very long and so what i've started doing what i've started doing with my my customers that buy from me on ebay and poshmark is i've started giving them a free little gift i'm just you know you just have to go the extra mile for your customers and i have vintage postcards i bought like this huge box of them for like 20 dollars like probably a thousand vintage postcards from the 20s they're really cool and i printed out a little label that says you know i appreciate your business so so much um please contact us with any problems and please leave a five star review here's a little gift thank you so much for your business and the little gift i have right now a couple years ago during the a very snowy winter i was making these dream catcher they're like glass beads they're vintage glass beads and they're little dream catchers so they're a little charm um they're about four inches long by two inches wide and i have a little lace leather straps you can like wear it as a necklace or hang it on your mirror visor and make it into like a purse um, adornment and i'm including those i have maybe about 50 of them left and when i run out of those i went ahead on aliexpress um, and bought some uh little charms and enamel pins as little giveaways because you don't want it to add a ton of weight to your packaging because you don't want it to cost you a bunch of money and you don't want the items to be more than like I don't know I think the charms were like a couple cents each and the pins were like 10 cents each and so it depends on the item on which you know product I throw in there but you just you don't want it to be you don't want it to add a ton of cost but that little bit adds so much so when we were in Las Vegas we did take a couple Ubers and one of the drivers yeah, some people may say it's creepy because it was like the first thing to say is be like, oh, I have candy, like help yourself to some candy. And like, that's just like a little extra service that was like, yeah, that's great. And it probably was really, really great for like people who were really drunk. Not like, yeah, I made some candy. But uh, yeah, I took a piece and I was like, that's really nice. Like going the extra mile for your customer and trying to stand out. So people leave you good reviews because reviews are everything now. And on eBay, if you start getting bad reviews, uh, you know, you, you'll lose your account. And you'll start, you know, when you get top rated, you get special privileges. And you just really want to stay there. And putting that little card in there, it says, please contact me here. I really, I really appreciate your business by going the extra mile and giving you this little gift. Like just contact me first if there's any issues before you leave a bad review. And I know I've seen on a lot of the forms, people complaining about returns and about, you know, dealing with their customers. But a lot of times I see them acting very abrasive to uh, their customers' concerns and yes, resale can be really tough with returns, um, especially eBay's policy on where they accept returns on everything, where before you could, um, you know, be selective about which items you accepted returns on, which was really great because like when I was selling horse tack, I did not want to take a return on a saddle. Um, you know, if they missed something in the pictures or whatever, like you didn't want to have to pay the return shipping or, you know, be out your shipping on that. So it's in, you know, clothing, it's just a little tough taking returns on everything. But if you are taking tons of pictures and you are, um, 
if you are you know documenting everything and not selling products that are overly worn you shouldn't have any issues um, one of my biggest recommendations with dealing with returns is don't do free shipping I think the reason uh, you know with eBay making forcing returns on their sellers I think we're gonna see a lot of people um, doing away with free shipping and so I I have done away with free shipping. I don't have, maybe I have one product that is free shipping because if I take a return, then eBay wants to return the entire price and just make me be out shipping. And so this way shipping is clear and I don't have to return that in the return amount. And um, so when you set your, your products, your prices, I always go a lot higher because now they're having, letting you make offers to your buyers. And some people are complaining about this too. They're like, oh, we're just training your buyers to wait until you throw an offer out. But really it's been fabulous. Like I've made tons of sales because I was already uh, doing my products, uh, you know, quite a bit higher than I expect them to sell for because people like to make low ball offers. And then when you charge them for shipping, it just makes you feel a lot better because if the return comes back, you aren't out shipping. And so that's how I'm dealing with mine. Um, but yeah, make sure you're going the extra mile so you don't end up like Spirit Airlines with tons of negative re reviews. And if you want to go on Instagram and do hashtags, Spirit Airlines sucks. It's hilarious. There's this guy that did a Snapchat of um, trying to get his skateboard. He had nothing, nothing on him except for uh, his clothes and his skateboard. And they wanted to charge him $65 at the gate. He said it was a hundred. I don't, it's really weird. Like I don't know if different gates charge different prices, but he said they wanted to charge him a hundred dollars to take his skateboard on because it was too long to be considered a personal item. And so he broke it in half in front of everybody and it took it on the plane because it then broken in half fit on the plane as a personal item. It's just like, it's just ridiculous. That's just a policy that's going to lead to a lot of complaints and a lot of unhappy people. And eventually, you know, people are going to learn and not fly it anymore, you know, that airline anymore. So it's just ridiculous. But anyway, I am so excited to be back. I have more to talk to you guys about tomorrow. And uh, I hope you liked my little story and you also learn not to fly Spirit Airlines because it really is, it really is horrible. It's really for people uh, that have, that just need that quick flight. They don't have anything they need to take with them. And that's what makes it a good deal. But if you have to take anything with you at all, uh, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. All right, guys, I hope you had a good weekend of shopping. Uh, feel free to drop a picture of what you guys picked up last weekend on the Resale Revolution page. I also um, have the Ladies of Resale Facebook group open for you guys to ask questions and kind of help each other out a little bit, make it more of a community setting. Uh, I am answering questions on the Resale Revolution Facebook page. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Resale Revolution Now. And yeah, see you guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks for listening.